you know, I'm never ready to record this thing, but I'm kind of have to now. Yeah, because it's that time of the month again. Comes once a month and you have to deal with it. I don't I don't think anyone has to deal with it. It's a podcast. I can just turn it off or not listen. Uh, Yeah, no, because like 7 billion people listen to this. No, no that is not. That's not right, man. No, we're, we're fast approaching 8 billion. I checked the chart. The chart? There's more than one chart in existence. I'm pretty sure you just saw one for the population of the planet Earth. Can't the humans? be right. Can't be right. It was on the dashboard. I saw it. Yeah, no, that's not. You're wrong, bud. The dashboard of my coworker's truck, not like... Those were his miles. That's that's how many miles he had driven. I don't think he's driven 7 million miles, Justice. I think you don't know how to read numbers, and it probably wasn't 7 million. Because if you think that that applies to the podcast, you're completely you wrong You told me anyway. to check the dashboard. That Yeah, that is a thing on the internet, on the website we use, where we host this thing. Uh, I guess I'm just wrong then? Yeah. Are you telling me we don't have 7 billion listeners? We do not. Okay, well, I guess before we get into the nitty gritty of this, I do actually want to, like, take a moment to thank Miriam Bonastre. She was the creator of that wonderful little webtoon we read for our last episode. Marionetta. She's also the creator of Hookie, another great webtoon, which I known of and read most of because like she apparently found out that we reviewed her webtoon and then liked our tweet and retweeted it which was neat in of itself yeah no like if she had just liked it i would have already like fangirled a little bit yeah but she liked it retweeted it and commented on it she's like hey thanks guys for reviewing my Mm -hmm. web and then like she also retweeted it and we went from like our normal like 200 300 views on a tweet to like 3600 views on the tweet something like that i don't know i don't use twitter and we tripled our downloads for that episode yeah all because Miriam Bonastre was like, hey, look at this thing these guys did where they talked about my work. They added nothing of value to my work, but thank you guys. I add nothing of value to anything, ever. Fair enough. We've been adding nothing of value for three years now. Woo! Speaking of three years, before this episode goes live, did you know we've made over 109 hours of content in the public feed alone? That's fun 109 hours 37 minutes and 25 seconds man i could have done so much more with 109 hours why do when this episode drops it'll be 110 hours easy man now you're just making me feel bad think of all the things you could have accomplished with 110 hours i could have beat persona 5 i could have theoretically slept more (laughs) no you couldn't have (laughs) that's why i said theoretically uh so three years yeah i feel like we should talk about the podcast a little bit it exists but what is there to say that we haven't already said yeah i mean i feel like we've kind of covered it last year when we reviewed it yeah that's true i guess the first question i would have then like in regards to it would be do you have any shows or something that we've watched over the last year that you really enjoyed that st- jumps out to you uh yeah i just read and caught up with all of marionetta which i mean it only has like 23 uh episodes now three of which i think are behind the coin paywall of webtoon that i definitely didn't say fuck it and chuck like 10 bucks at because i was like i'm like so close to being entirely caught up with marionetta and then i can throw some extra coins at other web comics i'm reading i definitely didn't do that i don't believe you I just got to the point where Julia's just now going to start learning to throw knives. Oh. So it's, uh, we're still quite a bit, I would assume, out from the whole, uh, starting scene of the entire comic. So while you were discussing reading through Marionetta, I was looking through our recent episodes for the late last year. Mm-hmm. I was still listening to you. I get it. Julia's learning how to throw knives now. Yeah. She hasn't killed somebody yet. Also, I was right about a small inkling I had about a character that I don't think I actually mentioned during the episodes. Do so. you want to spoil that for people? Well, I don't know if I'm actually right still because it's not been blatantly called 
out, but I mean, it feels pretty obvious. Go for it, then. If it's not blatantly called out, then it's not a spoiler. Um, pretty sure the one that Camille likes okay, is yes. Reyna, the woman of the two three eyes. Oh, Which okay. is why it's stressed that she wouldn't run away with a guy. Oh, that makes she sense. She doesn't get married to a guy. It's, I think I fell in love, but we see both the characters. And then she ta- she's taking more interest in she's her gay. Than, I, I get it. Yeah, like my brain went, eh, possible. And also my brain did that thing it does where it's like immediately because I exist in too many things and read too much stuff. It's like who all pairs up and do I actually care about pairings that the fandom will eventually create from everything of this? And my brain normally goes, no, you don't. You don't care about the pairings. But also insert permutations go. <laughs> So, looking through the episodes from this year, I do know that at least one that you were super excited about and forced me to watch. Sandman. The Sandman, indeed. Yeah. I still haven't finished that season. I'm I sorry. know. You're horrible. I'm sorry. It's fine. I guess it's season two. I don't give a fuck about what you think. Also, we reviewed Potoro Lives Alone this year. That was this year. I haven't watched much more of that, because that show makes me sad inside. But <laughs> also, it's a good show, and you should watch it. Centaur World was this year. I watched all of Centaur World. It does not make me sad inside, and it's a good show, and you should watch it. I also, Flu Laborg is a character in it. I love Flu Laborg. He has a song. Uh, yeah, he has a song in Centaur World, so you should watch it. I wasn't thinking of that song. I was thinking of uh, Self Care Sunday. Yeah. And that song is a banger. We also did Chainsaw Man this year, which is one of the shows we've watched this year that I have watched all of. I have watched two episodes of Chainsaw Man, and my brain went, that is a shonen y shonen, all right. It is a shonen y shonen, all right. The fan base is terrible. You said fan base. I immediately already thought you were right. <laughs> Uh, we also did Only Murders in the Building, which we both watched all two seasons of now. Yep, and I have forgotten most of it. Not really. I I remember it. It's just... You didn't remember anything about it until I said the name Only Murders in the Building. That's what happened. Yeah, exactly. I, I completely forgot about it. You mentioned it, and my brain goes, here's everything that happened in that. Uh, I have a filing cabinet. I think those were the big highlights. Oh, um, Shadowed Faith, that sci-fi show. <laughs> the best sci-fi show, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it's probably in the top 10 sci-fi shows. Sci-fi originals, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Being Human is obviously the best sci-fi original. But I mean, also, arguably not a sci-fi original. It's an, ad- it's an adaptation of a British television show. Yeah, exactly. And then there was Daisy Jones and the Six, which was very recent. That was pretty good. I, I finished that show and it made me cry. I have not watched more of it. I forgot I started it. I'm about to buy that book and read that book because it was very good. But yeah, that's the episodes we've done throughout the last year. I mean, I think you're forgetting about the best show we watched, though. Was it As the Bell Rings? No. Mm, Velma. God, no. See, I thought you were being facetious, so... Uh, Ruby Ice Queendom. Nah, man, I just really enjoyed Impact Winter. That was a good podcast. I wonder if there's more of it now. I wonder if the second one's out I don't know, but I just really enjoyed it. And honestly, I think besides Sandman, which has to be clarified, because that's the number one spot of everything we've done for this year so far for me, obviously. For me, it's probably Daisy Jones. I think my two other favorite episodes are Impact Winter and Marionetta. These two, not TV shows. Daisy Jones and either Marionetta or Kodoro Lives Alone. Kodoro Lives Alone is also really, really good, but like, I don't know, I just really enjoyed the not having to watch aspect of Marionetta and Impact Winter, and (laughs) I think it's partially because this podcast has killed my enjoyment of television. (laughs) I think television has done a good job of killing my that too <laughs> it's it's wild how, how effective it, it has been at killing my love for television yeah and you know what's nice you know what's really nice what's that for the most part most podcasts and audio dramas like impact winter we don't have to worry about the companies treating the writers so horribly that they go on strike for them i mean i'm assuming that's because they're not unionized so that they yeah like, I'm, pretty I, sure, like, I'm probably they're probably still being treated horribly in fact i know that I animation mean, studios are a separate like thing from yes 
Well, I was about to say, I think for most podcasts, probably not, because a lot of podcasts aren't done by big companies. I mean, like, you have DC stuff and shit, but, like, no podcast I can think of off the top of my head that I've really enjoyed has come from any of these large fucking companies. Impact Winner was done by Amazon. Yeah, that's why I said audio dramas on podcasts earlier, because it's not really a podcast, it's an audio drama. Fair enough. Audio dramas, I think, are a very different story, because they are, let's throw money at this, we have cast, actually, and build Mm -hmm. up more stuff. Yeah. Audio dramas are much more shaky ground that I I believe, yeah, you could usually have, like, a lot of underpaid people, which sucks. I think, in general, the podcasting world is filled with people who do it because they enjoy podcasting and they enjoy, like, creating stuff. And then you come across, like, audio dramas and some podcasts where it's, like, paid for by these companies. I was was about to say, except for podcasts hosted by celebrities, that's about a coin flip. Some of them really enjoy actually, like, doing that. And then the other half are like, how can I make a quick buck? Or how can I monetize my fans and community? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Like, Chris Jericho's one of the ones who obviously enjoys doing it. Yeah. And I know you're gonna be like, it's always about wrestling. Chris Jericho doesn't just talk about wrestling on his podcast. I wasn't going okay. to. I wasn't even going to mention it. You're the one that, again, brought up fucking wrestling. Uh, I was only bringing it up as a defense. Uh-huh, because uh-huh, sure. Chris Jericho is famously famous because he's the lead singer of the band Fozzie. Yeah. He's a rock star. That's, That's the only he's thing famous. he's known for. That's the only reason he's known for. only exactly. thing he's known for. He's never done anything other than be the lead singer of an Ozzy Osbourne cover band. Yep. Fake Ozzy. That's how they started. That's not how they're going today, though. No. I don't even know if Jericho was in the band when they were fake. I have no fucking idea, man. Uh, okay. So... We've done the bookkeeping. Oh, actually, we haven't done all the bookkeeping and talking about our third anniversary. Because there's one more thing we need to talk about on this specific in the cockpit. That is our new music. Dude, the new music is so fucking great. So there's a streamer. His name is Jax Gameface. J-A-X Gameface. Spelled like it, yep. spelled like the words game and face. And he does a lot of like horror games and Minecraft and... I mean, he's really a variety streamer, but he does have a penchant for Minecraft and horror games. Yeah. But he also makes music. Yes. His Thursday streams are typically music making streams where he just bangs out songs for subscribers and chat. He also has dope pet spiders. He does have dope pet spiders. I just thought those needed a shout out. They probably appreciate the shout out. But not only does he make music on his stream, he's also a musician like outside of that. Yeah. Um, he didn't tell us to plug this, but I'm going to plug it anyways. Occupation Baby is his solo project. He has two songs out under that name. On Spotify. Um, it's Occupation colon Baby No Spaces. Mm-hmm. They're both really great, enjoyable songs, which I mean, I think you could probably do it from the really nice openings that we have. Well, opening and closing songs we have now. Yeah. But like the thing that I find like the craziest about what he does musically is on his thursday streams where he's generally doing music stuff he does such a variety of different styles and genres that i can't my brain can't wrap around the ability to switch between different styles compositionally so quickly yeah but he, he does it it's fucking crazy we're really big fans of jack's game face on this podcast so if you haven't checked out twitch.tv backslash jack's game face do it yeah and even if you're like i'm not entirely sure about the music or the minecraft or the horror things if you're just looking for a place to vibe and just have a chill time that's the channel yeah like it's a great time he's a really like nice mellow guy also if it matters he's british yeah he is british as well yes you know tuesdays and whatnot (laughs) what's the head shake for (laughs) you and your blatant racism tuesday isn't racism sure it's not casual racism is still racism mocking an accent isn't racism not all british people have the same accent you could yeah. also check him out on YouTube. You're a... Yes, yes, you can. <laughs> Make sure to spell it correctly. W... I don't even know. I, I'm pretty sure if you type YouTube in, as if you spelled it via the accent, it does take you to YouTube. I fucking hope it doesn't. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it's literally an app for YouTube. Yeah. Someone bought that. 
Yeah, it's not racist. YouTube even has it. Uh, Big company also does things, so definitely not problematic. No, companies can't be problematic. I'm American. Mm, that makes sense now, yeah. <laughs> You're right. So, with all the podcast stuff out of the way... Oh shit, we're done with the episode? Dope. No, I was about to ask, do you have any other things that you want to talk about? I mean, not particularly, Lilies. Okay, transition from Jack's game face on Twitch to another Twitch person that I moderate for and have been a longtime member of their community, um, twitch.tv slash logic defender. I only bring it up because recently I've been illegally streaming, uh, I've been completely legally streaming movies in logic defender's discord. Yeah, you've just been doing the Amazon watch party function that Amazon Prime has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's only ever that. Yeah, only that. And I've uh, been watching some movies mm-hmm. uh, every Sunday. I've been working all day every Sunday. Uh, no movies for me. So far, we went through the entire Scream catalog, one through six. Uh, I haven't actually seen five or six yet because I was at my sister's while we were watching those in the Discord. Yeah, I mean, so you watched a really good one, a bad one. and Two's okay. I mean, three is not very good. Two's okay. Yeah. I was going to say a bad one, a worse one. I'm middling one. Well, I, I like, four was I like actually four. kind of enjoyable. Yeah. Um, You didn't watch five or six. Six, from my understanding, actually good. I haven't seen it. And then five was worse than four, better than three, about the same as two, maybe a bit worse. I've heard good things about five. One of my friends has described Scream 5 as the first 75% of the movie is the best Scream movie ever made. Yeah, the end really tanks it for me, though. Okay. The end really tanks five. Uh, And then last weekend, we watched the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974. Good film. Uh, it was surprisingly good. I'm not yeah, a big no, fan of it's, slashers. It's fun. Scream is like the exception. I love Scream. Yeah, but it's one of the early slashers, and like, there's a reason why the series started, basically. And then we watched uh, the first Hannibal Lecter movie. What is it called? Frick. Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Also a fun movie. I had never watched that movie in its entirety. Honestly, it's less horror, more psycho thriller, and I love it. It's very psycho thriller. I mm-hmm. very much enjoyed it. But I brought it up because if you're listening to this episode and you want to like hang out and watch movies with one of the co-pilots. Pilots, we do that in Logic Defenders Discord every Sunday. I mean, almost every Sunday. I would offer no guarantees. Oh yeah, when we have D and D, I'm not, I'm not running it. But yeah. like, otherwise, I can run it wherever I am, whatever I'm doing. Just some clicky clacks on my phone and movies up in the Discord. Let's go. Other than that, though, I have some video game topics to discuss. I mean, I have a question first. Sure, yeah. So you're gonna watch more in the Sons of the Lamb, like maybe movie verse. Because, like, the Hannibal movies are fine. I would just personally suggest ignore Red Dragon's existence and don't watch it at all. Uh, maybe. I don't know for sure. What I do know is that on Sunday the 14th, which is Mother's Day, so if you're busy, I understand. Or have your mother watch movies with you. Um, we are watching... Fun bonding times. We are watching the new Dungeons and Dragons movie. Mm. Um, because yeah. I, personally, I want to watch that. Yeah, I've heard obviously. good things, and I'm a nerd, so... What? No. Impossible. Yeah, it's actually very possible. I don't know. I don't know if you've been able to tell by our selection of shows and stuff we review. It does tend to lean towards nerdum. We try to like hit some yeah, mainstream stuff in there sometimes. Try to move and branch out of it, but I'm gonna be honest. One like every streaming platform ever is like here's a formula, here's all the stuff you like, and I'm like, I mean, yeah, kinda. But also, my brain just goes, that show sounds bad, and I cannot offer a good opinion on it because it is something so far outside of my wheelhouse that I will just despise it, and I will try to find the positive points, but I will also cringe and roll my eyes at every bit of dialogue because I hate everything about it. The Last of Us wasn't that bad, and that's pretty mainstream. That's like yeah, the- but it's also not very far like out of the wheelhouse, is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, no, that's I think definitively still in the nerd nerd wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Like even though it was mainstream. 
successful. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> other than movie Sundays, I guess I have been playing Wild Frost, which is a new deck builder roguelike. I have heard of it. It's very fun. It's very hard. Very fun. And if you use this opportunity to like go on your tirade about how Pokemon are deck builders, I will murder you. <laughs> I said it once as a fucking joke to piss you off, and God did it work. It is like the one thing I've said in like the past two weeks that has stuck in your mind. I have a terrible memory. Pokemon is not a deck builder. I'm aware it's not, but man, did that statement piss you off. Wild Frost is a deck builder, and it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> um, as you go through the game, as it, it gives you like many goals to do, like do so much damage, kill so many enemies, assemble so many things, um, and every time you do one of those things, you unlock a new card or a new character for a future run. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, that said, I have, a, I have a singular complaint about Wild Frost. Okay. The game feels like there is always an optimal play. Because there is. You're just bad and you don't make them. No, no, like, no, like, even when I'm making the right plays, the game always feels like there's a singular optimal play, and if you're not doing that specific thing, you're wrong, which is less fun. I like deck builders that let me do stupid stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. deck builders that let you do stupid, fun things are part of, like, the f- appeal of deck builders for me. Wild Frost does not have that appeal. Wild Frost feels like it's saying, if you do, if you do this, you fucked up. Yeah. Which is less appealing. Is it? For me. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there who like the, like, chestness of it. I mean, yeah, I would think so. But, I mean, I guess I could see where that's problematic. There's something to be said, almost, where, like, I find there is a... Like, I, I don't know exactly how to describe it, but there's just something I inherently kind of like about a complex but solved game. Look, if I want to play a game where there is an arbitrarily right decision making point, I'll just go back. I'll just go back to playing Magic regularly. Ooh, gross. Because Magic is a game where every turn there is a literal correct line of decisions to make. Yeah, you're right. I take back and rescind my statement. <laughs> I was mainly just thinking about like chess shogi go and talk like you weren't thinking about magic the gathering no i kind of just my brain just kind of said screw all the card games think about these older more traditional board games talk isn't that old i was about to say or stylistically similar games okay yeah i wasn't done with my statement i'm sorry but uh yeah no you're right anyways talk isn't the full name of that game yeah no talk is talk a beautiful game yes that's the name of the game but on an entirely different point then because i assume you're kind of done talking about wild frost or do you have more yeah no i'm pretty much done talking about wild frost i don't want to spoil anything thing for people into the game so the art's all adorable and music's mm-hmm. all good not a lot to say about that just because it's going to be relatively important or like big when this episode goes up which means if we mention it we can put it in our seo terms and also because i am vaguely interested in talking about the topic just is out here optimizing seo <laughs> by using conversation <laughs> points yo i'm not gonna lie to you about what's contained in the episode I'll just be straight up and tell you in the episode I'm only saying these words for SEO, but it won't in, be clickbait. In, in that case, we should definitely talk about Ludwig Argen and YouTube. Isn't it Ludwig Argen? Argen, maybe. Um, and Donald Trump and his most recent CNN town hall thing. I mean, um, if and, you're wanting current clicks, we need to talk about Steven Crowder then, too. We just and talked Tucker about Steven Carl- Crowder. Look at that. And Tucker Carlson. Oh, and Fox News. We're making Twitter, so- Elon Musk. This SEO is going to be ben off Shapiro. the charts. Uh, I'm not putting but any no, of that in the SEO. The, the thing I actually wanted to talk about because it is going to be big and fairly like popular, but I also am interested in it on the 12th of this month. So when this episode goes up, yes, Breath of the Wild, well, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild too, yeah, yeah. 
And have you seen any of the stuff for it? No, because I plan on playing Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. And unlike Breath of the Wild, which you've played, but like kind of I have, halfway through. I have in my mind completed Breath of the Wild. You've I played it, you've enjoyed it, and you're done with it now. Yeah, like I don't need to beat a game to like have have finished it. Understandable. I know, I know Breath of the Wild story. I've put god 60 70 hours into the game yeah. which i know isn't like my middle school me or high school me would have been like 60 hours huh yeah, I'm definitely not approaching that on Lost Judgment already. Yeah, but like, I had a lot of fun with Breath of the Wild, and <laughs> I could still go back and play more of it. Like, yeah. when I eventually want to go back and like actually fight Ganon, that's an option for me. I haven't done that yet. Neither have I. Well, that's just my brain said, find all of the Korok seeds, max out all of your outfits first. And I went, okay, brain. And have thus been like, brain was an idiot, but we're sticking to that agreement I've made with him. So I'm just not playing the game anymore. You only need like 500 and something Korok seeds to max everything out. The other 400 are not necessary. No, I'm aware of that, but I want all of the Korok seeds and i want to max out all my clothing which doesn't involve necessarily getting correct it involves like going to the fucking dragons and getting the scales getting horns mm. um also i can't even get all the outfits even though i would like to have all of them because i don't have all the fucking amiibos you know breath of the wild 1.5 was also very good i really enjoyed like how link wasn't the main character and you could like assemble a party of four different people and the like elemental interactions that the game introduced and the fact that you could travel to different areas and regions in the world and yeah. change your own personal uh, like attunement to natural energies to go from like air to earth or water or whatever yeah and honestly the fact that it had like mmo features where you could play with friends and then they actually kept expanding the world via dlc but unpaid dlc which was unheard of for nintendo it, it was a, it was a wild thing i'm really glad they experimented with with breath of the wild mm-hmm. 1.5 like that honestly and the fucking spinoff from 1.5 where they're in fucking space now I have no idea anything about that. It looks very good, though. I mean, the gameplay style looks quite different for combat, but you know, I got that mine. So, we're talking about Genshin Impact and... Yeah, Honkai Star Rail, which technically Honkai Star Rail is an, like more tied to Honkai Impact. So, here's my issue with Honkai Star Rail while we're on the topic. And yeah. I know we want to get back to Tears of the Kingdom. Honkai Star Rail, Honkai Star Rail is a bad gotcha free-to-play game in my mind. I'm sure it's actually fun to play, and like mm-hmm. I'm sure I would enjoy it, but it's bad because... Unlike Genshin, where even if you don't, even if you get bad rolls or you like you're not like got the best weapons and stuff, yeah, you can still like if you're good enough at like the actual gameplay, succeed in like quests and stuff. Mm, I get your point. Star Rail, that's not the case because everything is like turn-based action RPGs. Yeah, you can you can just get stuck into a base action game. It happens. Yeah, and like the enemies can just be unless too the strong. game is just super swinging on your percentages to hit or damage dealt like your damage windows. Mm-hmm. But then it just feels like a bad turn-based action game because so, it also be swinging on the other side for your enemies so as much as star rail looks like a game i would enjoy i've watched um a friend of ours play it mm-hmm. uh not really a game i'm interested in getting into also because i haven't actually played genshin in like a year so yeah i've played genshin in a long time i finished literally all the quests i could when it first came out genshin was... and then uh it was a while before the dlc and my brain went we are done with game you beat game there was no more game and then they t- then they told me hey there's more game and i was like you're a liar i refuse and then i picked it back up to play something i was like there's more game than i want now because i'd waited for like two three dlc's yeah, and i went yep. too much game all of a sudden too they, they said there's gonna be more too i'm much. done can't do it um my favorite thing about like getting into genshin and like this actually applies to like the league of legends card game um mm-hmm. and hearthstone even yeah um i get stuff for those games from twitch prime yeah. i always redeem them and, like i always redeem the league of legends stuff too so like if i when i do eventually reinstall league and play it i mm-hmm. actually reinstalled it three months ago i still haven't played it um when i do finally go back and play league I'm gonna have so much like free RP and free skins. Uh, yeah. And same is true for Genshin and the League of Legends card game. I forget the, I forget the name of. And 
feeling I just have so much free shit just building up, waiting for me to log back in and like actually use it. It feels a little bit like a birthday present when you log in and have all this free shit. I mean, it is nice to just come back to a game or even start a game. And it's just like, here's all these free things. You're like, yeah. Literally, it's just dopamine like a small... Dopamine hits. Yeah, it's literally just a, a dopamine hit when you start the game and your brain's like, hey, I like this game. It's like, do do I, I... I'm not playing the game. I'm just looking at things I got. But I did nothing to achieve. And your brain's just like, stuff. Yep. So Tears mm-hmm. of the Kingdom. No, I haven't watched any trailers. I haven't really, like... I, I so, watched the announcement trailer. That was it. Okay. So just, like, from a lot of things that I've seen that intrigues me is, like, a, I think could be fun, is apparently a lot of, like, the powers you have much like how you had bombs and magnetism as well as like your cryostasis and whatever yeah your you time lock and- yeah you don't really have those powers anymore apparently but you have other powers where you're like able to combine slash lock things together like bind their physical properties together so it's like look i put this rock next to this tree branch and now they are stuck together like where you take a metal cup from one area and use it to fly throughout the rest of the no but like so you can build a raft and bind it together with magic basically okay interesting uh also it's not impossible to make like a 40 foot long spear by putting 40 spears or some shit together apparently and that just sounds like it's going to be a fun time to fuck around with shit like that i want to know how like, broken it is exactly that is what i'm looking forward to most when you when you have shown me and i've been told oh you can put a lot of things together like uh i watched that like newer trailer where it's like this businessman going home on the train being like kind of just like done with the drudge of the day getting home seeing Peter the kingdom starting it then the next day also playing it on his train ride out into work or whatever yeah but like the idea is it's him and we're seeing his reactions and shit but he's just building a raft well he's attempting to build a raft because he tries to swim an island fails dies attempts to build a raft one log and a mast jumps on it not balanced correctly so it just fucking falls in the water because it's one fucking log with a mast on it that you're trying to stand on <laughs> oh my god an entirely different day <laughs> Uh, point here the people playing video games in video game commercials are the worst fucking people to ever play video games well, yeah because it's marketed like at anyone right yeah like, yeah yeah so it's like we want everyone to feel like they're not inferior for any reason whatsoever so then he's like he actually manages to put three logs together and bind them together and put a mask on it and he starts to sell off but like so like just that functionality though seems like it'd be really fun and depending on like what limits you on how you put things together mm-hmm. could equal really broken shit to happen in a game i want you to know if, if it actually has, like, no limits, like you were saying, like, 40, like, spears. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. like a 40-foot long spear. Yeah, like... It's something that I've heard tossed around. I don't know if it's a joke or what. But there's actually, like, no limits on it. The first thing I want to do is build a raft that is just the size of the coastline. <laughs> Also, you know, apparently the game has story and voice acting, which is weird. Wait, did, did Breath of the Wild have story? I mean, you had, like, the flashbacks of the Zelda you could see. Uh, yeah, I, I was mostly joking. I, I, I know it had, the, like, the flashback things. Yeah, the but same, it has, like, more the, story, like, the, actual ongoing story and voice acting. The same way Horizon Zero Dawn teaches you the, the like, <laughs> world lore. That's how um, yeah. Breath of the Wild gives you its, be- gives you its backstory. Uh, I love Horizon Zero Dawn, and... Which came out first? HZD came out first. So, mm-hmm. so Breath of the Wild just stole HZD's storytelling mechanics. I mean, only like one minor part of the storytelling mechanics. HZD also had an ongoing story. Actual active story. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but from like reviews and things I've seen briefly, I've not been trying to avoid, but also not actively searching anything out. Yeah. Apparently, it's a really good game. It's a really good Zelda game. If you liked Breath of the Wild, if you were not a Breath of the Wild fan, you probably won't really like this one either. 
together. I have I will uphold the take that Breath of the Wild is one of the best video games of all time, but not a very good Zelda game. It's an it's an all right Zelda game, by which I mean it beats one and two with bare minimum. <laughs> and any bad CD-ROM spinoff that was for the home PC in like the nineties and early two thousands, but we don't really count those. I'm not going to question your knowledge that there was Zelda CD-ROM spinoffs. I'm assuming you're right. I think there were. I or, believe you. Or I might just be thinking of other bad things that exist in You consume Zelda. way more YouTube content than I do about niche things. All of the video essays. So I believe you. Have I watched video essays for things I don't care about? Yes. Haven't, yes, I have. Haven't we all? Is it because I actually think it's really enjoyable to watch anyone, literally basically anyone, gush and actually like really enjoy talking about a topic that they are knowledgeable on and can give and talk about in an in-depth, intelligent manner? Yes, I think it's a delight. And I enjoy watching anybody do that. You could be talking about a lot of things and I wouldn't mind. Obviously, I don't want to listen to anything about that. I I wouldn't want to hear a neo-Nazi espouse about their race. I assume they're passionate about it. I'm not interested in that. You know how we know neo-Nazis are passionate about their stuff? It's not because they do video essays. It's because they go to a mall and shoot people. Mm-hmm. I think I would prefer them to make video essays. Now we can use that recent mass shooting in our SEO. Yeah, that was <laughs> a bad one. <laughs> Your callback made me sad. It's supposed to make me laugh. Not despair at the state of the world. <laughs> it's making me laugh. No, my response to your callback is making you laugh. Your callback is not making you laugh. That's true. I am pretty much out of stuff. Same. I think that means your time in the cockpit with us has come to an end. Get the fuck out. As Justice has constantly reminded me, you're not allowed in here to begin with. What are you doing? Exactly. Also, you're no longer apparently obligated to listen to this. No, they have to. Because again, 7 billion listeners. No, again, you don't understand how charts, multiple charts, charts... There's not just one chart. Charts work. It wasn't a chart at all. It was numbers, and they just were going up. You said a chart earlier. I I don't know what charts are. Yeah, no. Um, You should leave, and we should probably make sure he knows how to read an altimeter at the very least. Yeah, that's the one where the number goes up, right? It's a 7 billion right now? Oh, God, we're fucked. As I have been astutely, there were air quotes around that word, reminded. I can't just end on what I think is a good ending note. I need to do plugs. We gotta do the plugs. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter, that disgusting hell site, with at Copilot's review. We're We're also also on Hive, that site that doesn't really exist, and I never check. Eventually, we'll get invited to join Blue Sky, and we'll also be at Copilot's review on Blue Sky. You don't know what Blue Sky is. It's okay, Justice. I actually am aware of what Blue Sky is, so fuck you. I have looked into alternatives to Twitter because I don't like it. Um, You can also reach out to us at our email at copilotsreview at gmail.com. And you can find the links to all of that, including our YouTube and Patreon at copilotsreview.simplecast.com. There's the plugs, Justice. I'm sorry that I made you come back for this. You should be. You should be. Now, everybody, get out of the cockpit. Justice, in the podcast. Josh, go edit it.